podcast, where we learn from the best about the business side of the food service industry. Do you make food? Then let us help you make money doing it. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us info at businesschef.org. Why, hello there, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Business Chef Podcast. I, of course, Chef Sean Boucher. Here I am again. Here we are again. And, man, I say it every time. I'm going to say it again. We got a great one. My good friends over at ClickLease, they can't wait to get your equipment funded. So, before we do anything, before we go anywhere, let's... Let's talk about what ClickLease can do for you. Go check them out at clicklease.com. Get approved instantly for the equipment that you need. This week's show, we're talking to Chef Adalberto Diaz, who is amazing. The guy has done some stuff. Man, he's overcome some incredible challenges. He really is one in a million. And you may know him because he's been on the Food Network and he's kind of a kind of a popular guy. So without further ado, let's learn a little bit more about Chef Al. I I started baking when I was very young and actually started baking when I was nine. Um, And when I started baking, my first cake I made uh, in a pressure cooker in in a gas burner. So basically, that's how I started baking. And and then from there, you know, I, I started doing things for neighbors and then I started producing for, you know, in my area in, in, in Havana, Cuba. And um, by the way, that was an illegal venue because uh, back then in Cuba, you were not allowed to have a private business. So I had an illegal bakery in Havana, um, which, you know, grew a lot in 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 my life as, as I became more known for what I did. I still went to school, I went to college, I graduated uh, from actually entertainment school. I was an entertainer in, in Cuba and I was working in hotels and stuff like that, doing, you know, like dancing lessons, cooking lessons, beach volleyball, the whole nine yards, kind of whatever you see people doing in cruise ships and stuff like that. Uh, they would think very irrelevant, irrelevant uh, if you look at me right now, but if you see, it just makes me uh, able to work with people and entertain them and not not be shy, et cetera, et cetera. So it actually gave me a set of skills that I still use today. Um, in the year 2000, I mean, 1997, I went to Germany because uh, some people that I met in hotels, working in hotels, invited me there. And I, you know, actually learned a few, you know, German food tricks and a lot of uh, <clears throat> European style cooking and I got involved with uh, the culinary world there just to not necessarily actually working with any specific chef but actually cooking in kitchens and learning how to do stuff that way, um, the European way. Um, came back to Cuba, I actually, my business grew so much more because I um, I had all these techniques and I had all this equipment actually that my friends helped me get on my way back that my business became a little bit too visible and then I had to escape from uh, Cuba in the year 2000. 
I got here to America, went straight to Utah, spent one week in Miami probably. And then I started looking for jobs. Um, of course, at the beginning, I didn't have any, I never went to school, so I didn't have any titles. So my first job was actually painting and doing uh, construction jobs until I got a job at a little uh, cafe uh, called, called Urban Bistro in downtown Salt Lake City. Um, after that, I worked for the <clears throat> uh, Orbit Cafe, the Grand America when it opened, New House, uh, which was the cheese house later or before, uh, uh, Roth Concept Center, uh, Granados for seven years, uh, Utah Valley University, uh, Harmon's Grocery Store, and now Feelings and Emotions. You know, to say that you've done a lot <laughs> is probably an understatement. And not only have you done a lot, but you've you've won some pretty significant awards and accolades too. Uh, State Basic Chef of the Year, Western Regional Basic Chef of the Year, National Basic Chef of the Year 2012, opened my business on the 2013, uh, <clears throat> went to uh, um, Food Network in 2015 for Holiday Baking Championship and went all the way to finals. That was eight episodes of TV that actually put my business in in you know the center of of the the pastry world in Salt Lake City actually that's what exploded my business um, and then I did other shows and most recently just did uh, Bake You Rich with Body Balastro and what won that competition uh, now my Cuban meat pies are sold on CarlosBakery.com so anybody in the world can have them. Man, yeah, you you've done some things now. You and I have known each other for a little while. We've uh, we go we go back a little bit, but um, you know I think it's amazing to see what you've done with your career and your business. Uh, and I think that's something that a lot of people could probably take note from or or learn a lot about. Um, what are some of the things that you're doing right now, or what what's going on in your business now? Obviously, you go on the Food Network and and sales boom, but you know, where, where is your business at today? What's going on with feelings and emotions right now? Uh, then we also have a, just opened a second store in Provo. We got a contract to open uh, a store at the new airport terminal uh, when it opens next year. And then this, there's a few more projects going on. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're pretty busy and, and we're excited about the, what the future has to bring. So obviously where you are now is is awesome. You're in a great place. You've got sales. You're you're booming. You're growing. You're moving. You've got a lot of things going on. But, you know, I think I think people would be interested to hear how you started. Um, you know, how did you get your business up and going initially? And, and, you know, how were you able to sustain it until you have been able to gain some of these successes? So I... Um... I started my business in the year 2013, right after I finished, uh, I stopped working for Harmons. Before that, I worked for Utah Valley University, and I actually managed to um, save uh, around $35,000 to $40,000 on retirement funds, and I used that as the capital that I have to start my business. I had um, a couple of partners. Uh, each one brought the same amount that I brought. Actually, one brought the same amount, another one brought like 10000 So, and then a couple of loans. Um, 
I I cannot uh, emphasize more to anybody in the future opening a business to be extremely careful of any trigger points that you find when you're getting your business partners. Um, I I had to um, I had issues with my business partners from the very beginning, um, and and that was kind of a lesson for me um, of you know understanding how is it if you want to open a business you want to have if you have an idea and you want to create it because the idea was you know 100% mine and I have other people that I wanted to come bring and support me um, it was very uh, important to understand that the person or to make understand the people coming to help you with that 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 they have to understand your vision and they have to believe in you if they don't you're going to have to deal with a bunch of issues with them so, luckily, um, my business survived a crisis during the time that I had to get rid of, you know, one of both of my partners to replace them with somebody else. And the person that came in really got behind me and understood and, and understood what is it, what I was doing and had the same amount of love that I have for what I was planning to do. And because of that, because of having two people that were really believing in the business the business just absolutely exploded yes absolutely invaluable lessons i think lessons you probably couldn't have learned any other way but you know i'm sure that there's a lot of people out there listening to this who are thinking man i'd love to be love to be in his shoes but it took a long time for you to really master your craft and and i'm sure that competing did a lot for you because you've been able to compete at some pretty high levels and I'm sure you've learned some things from that that have helped you in your your everyday business life well I'll tell you the the competition story uh, I, I owe it completely to uh, Utah Valley University and my teammates in there they, they were the ones that encouraged me to to get involved in competition they were the ones who uh, coach me and help me get trained and were there with me during the whole process of of being ready for competition. I, I owe them a, a, a huge debt of gratitude, not only for the training and the knowledge that they gave me, but also changing my mindset of what kind of product I want to serve and I what I want to be known for uh, in the pastry industry. Um, so 100% I have to give, I would tell probably most of the weight goes to Chef Diana Follis in UVU, and then of course Chef Peter, Chef Todd, and Chef Troy, and Chef jo- and everybody at UVU that, that backed me up and, and were with me, gave me feedback, gave me lessons, taught me new techniques uh, to become the, you know, the, the National Patriot Chef of the Year, ultimately. And of course, I have to thank you know Lynn Wells, which is actually now working for me on my location in Provo. Uh, amazing chef, and you know everybody knows who Lynn Wells is in Salt Lake City and in Utah um, for being my apprentice for National Picture Chef of the Year. Um, but that actually changed, you know, the way I approach absolutely everything in the pastry world, the way I look at it: efficiency, cleanliness, um, you know, appeal. And of course, the most important is its flavor and quality. Um, and that's what we do now. That we, what, what Ephany, what Feelings and Emotions is, is a place where you find a high quality, well crafted, 
uh, beautifully designed product that tastes delicious and is different from anywhere else because we, you know, because I've created a brand and a look that's specific to us. And regardless of how many people, we constantly been bombarded by all the, you know, customers and people telling us you need to do this, you need to do that. And the idea for us is we're we're not somebody else's bakery. We are all, we're our own, and we're going to do the things that we love doing, and we're going to make them right. Uh, so if, if if people think are about Ephany to be a regular pastry shop, they're going to be disappointed when they come in and they don't find those staples because that's not who we are. For those of you out there listening who who know Chef Al or who have spent any time around him know that he is a pretty dynamic individual. He's somebody who takes a lot of pride in what he does, and he he makes some beautiful products. I mean, incredible products. Um, you know, I think that's one of the, the lessons that we learn um, from him and other individuals of his caliber, that one of the things that you really need to do is to decide what it is that you stand for and what it is that you want to present and what it is that you want to be known for because your reputation can become everything. There was so much information in in this interview and we just had to break it into another episode because, man, we just didn't want to shortchange anything um, that was going to be talked about. So stay tuned next week for the rest of Chef Al's story. And in the meantime, go check out ClickLease, clickleese.com. You got to go see what they have to offer because it could be the solution you're looking for when it comes to getting that equipment financing that you need. Clickleese.com. Get approved instantly and get the equipment that you need. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you for the continuation of our interview with Chef Al next week.